the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Dense fog has caused flight delays and some cancellations at Chicago's O'Hare and Midway International Airports early on this Christmas Eve during one of the busiest travel days of the season. The FAA briefly grounded flights at both airports until about 8 a.m. and then eased those restrictions as the fog cleared. A new satellite image of a factory where North Korea makes military equipment used to launch long-range missiles shows the construction of a new structure. Heritage Foundation Asia expert Ruth Klinger says the so-called Christmas gift from North Korea could occur between that holiday and New Year's. We're looking to the annual New Year's Day speech by the North Korean leader uh, for further clues. So I, I think there may be an overfixation on the phrase Christmas present. I think it was more rhetorical than literal. Jeffrey Lewis, director of the East Asia Non-Proliferation Program at the Middlebury Institute, says the construction seemed to be the expansion of a factory, which would be big news. Also at townhall.com, an American soldier is killed in Afghanistan, as we hear from Ed Donahue. The Pentagon says Sergeant First Class Michael Goebel of Washington Township, New Jersey, was killed in combat. The Taliban claimed they were behind a roadside bombing in northern Kunduz province. The Taliban now controls practically half of Afghanistan, but continues to stage near daily attacks targeting Afghan and U.S. forces. Goebel was based out of Eglin Air Force Base in Florida. Twenty U.S. deaths have been reported in Afghanistan this year. There have also been three non-combat deaths. More than 2,400 Americans have died in the nearly 18-year conflict. Ed Donahue, Washington. The stocks are mixed on Wall Street ahead of an early close for the Christmas holiday. The Dow is down 42 points. The Nasdaq is ahead five. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. If you are a timeshare owner, getting out is probably a top priority. And now that annual maintenance fees are coming due, this ongoing burden and expense is at the top of your list. Thankfully, we can help. Let us do for you what we have done for thousands of others across the country. Our process is done legally, ethically, and quickly. Lone Star Transfer has a 99% success rate and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We are a family-owned business and will personally make sure your experience is a pleasant one. Don't let another day go by with maintenance fees taking your hard-earned money. Give us a call for a no-obligation consultation at 844-284-4863. That's 844-284-4863. Or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. That's LoneStarTransfer.com. A very mild forecast through uh, all this week, basically. Let's check it now. We'll see clouds today with a high near 37. Clouds and 33 for Santa's ride tonight. And then for Christmas Day, maybe some drizzle, otherwise cloudy skies and a high pushing near 40, maybe rain on Thursday. Say, don't fight them all crowds. Go to Wicks and Jewelers in Bloomington. They're open today until 3. Wicks and Jewelers off 35W on Lindale in Bloomington. We're Freedom 1570. This Christmas season, we are so thankful for all the listeners who help us deliver the message of truth on a daily basis. We know the culture war we're all living through. And we know we can't win that war without you. So from every one of our hosts, our news people, our staff, both in front of and behind the microphone, thanks to you for a wonderful year. The war we are waging is winnable, and we won't give up. Have a Merry Christmas. Freedom 1570. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. 
Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. You have that go-to club in your golf bag. You know, the one that always delivers for you. Just like diamond stud earrings from Wicks and Jewelers. They're an absolute essential for her, and they're always a sure thing for Christmas. In one easy stop at Wicks and Jewelers, you'll find all the diamond stud earrings you need, plus Wixen's incredible staff to help. Wixen's is open today until 3 p.m. Skip the mall crowds and park right at their front door. Diamond stud earrings from Wixen Jewelers Bloomington. Open today, Christmas Eve, until 3 p.m. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about rules of the game. You know, there are rules to all games. Uh, And, uh, man, if you don't know the rules, uh, how do you win? If you don't know the rules... Uh, How do you play at the highest level? If you don't know the rules, how do you work to to play the game as best as possible? And so today, the rules of the game is the name of their show, and the word of the day is rule. Rule. It is one of a set of explicit or understood regulations or principles governing conduct within a particular activity or sphere. It is control of or dominion over an area or people. It is, those are both nouns, not the verb. And by the way, this is from the Oxford Dictionary. But the verb is exercise ultimate power or authority over. And the second verb is pronounce authoritatively and legally to be the case. So I don't care whether you're talking about a noun where it's a rule that you live by, understood regulations or principles, or control or dominion over something. Because we should be know who rules our life. We should know what are the rules of our life. And today we're going to go into lots of those rules. But I also like the verb, exercise ultimate power or authority over. What rules our lives? What controls us? And God says there's only to be one on our throne, and that's to be God. He is our first love. He, is, uh, he should be sitting on our throne. And again, pronouncing authoritatively and legally to be the case. Do you know who you are? Do you know why you're here? Do you know what rules you, what rules you live your life by? That is the power of a mission statement. And so today we're going to go through the rules of the game. And first I'd like to start with this great poem I found uh, by uh, Lewis Carroll, you know, who wrote uh, Alice in Wonderland. And uh, boy, it's long and it's uh, quick and uh, I'll uh, share it as best as I can. And this is by Lewis Carroll. A short direction to avoid to avoid dejection by variations in occupations and prolongation of relaxation and combinations of recreations and disputation on the state of the nation in adaptation to your station by invitations of friends and relations by evitation of amputation by permutation in conversation and deep reflection you'll avoid dejection learn well your grammar and never stammer Write well and neatly and sing most sweetly. Be enterprising, love early rising. Go walk of six miles, have ready quick smiles. With lightsome laughter, soft flowing after. Drink tea, not coffee. Never eat toffee. Eat bread with butter. Once more, don't stutter. Don't waste your money, abstain from honey. Shut doors behind you. Don't slam them, mind you. Drink beer, not porter. Don't enter the water. Till to swim you are able, sit close to the table. Take care of a candle, shut a door by the handle. Don't push with your shoulder until you are older. Lose not a button, refuse cold mutton. Starve your canaries, believe in fairies. If you are able, don't have a stable. With any mangers, be rude to strangers. 
moral, behave. <laughs> I love that. Got a, a, a little bit of Dr. Seuss in it, if you will. You know, we're called to know the rules of the game. I don't know how else to say it. You can't blame someone else for not knowing the rules. In life, uh, there are always rules to everything. And it is our responsibility, leaders, to know what those rules are. Right? Well, even God has rules, right? I mean, you could say uh, God gave us the rules called the Ten Commandments. Now, uh, you could call them rules. uh, But to, to those who truly understand the Word of God, not just know it, the Ten Commandments are really... Uh, a way to show us that we couldn't keep them. And they were to show us uh, our need of a Savior. And they were to point us to a Messiah, to a Redeemer. So you could say the Ten Commandments are God's rules, and technically you're accurate. But might I suggest that God really only has one rule, and that's love, right? When he was asked, uh, what is the greatest commandment? What is the greatest rule? That's what he was asked. He says the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. And the second commandment, he says, is as the first, to love your neighbor as yourself. So God really has one rule, and that is to love. God is love. For God so loved the world, he did something about it, right? That's the most famous verse in the Bible, John three sixteen, right? And by the way, love is not a feeling. Love is a verb. You don't fall in love with someone. You decide to love. Uh, Still around the world, there are many uh, prearranged marriages where people, uh, their spouses pick for them. They have no say-so that's picked by their family. And I've read story after story of some of these relationships. They are the uh, most happily married people. Why? Because love is a choice. Love is a verb. That's why. They just chose to love. They chose to humble. I think it was uh, Am uh, and uh, what is it, Ruth? Ruth, I don't know. What it says uh, Franklin Graham, uh, Ruth Graham, uh, and he, she said that uh, a good marriage consists of two good forgivers. And look at God's commandment to us, men: we are called to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And in case you don't know what that means, men, that means men that that means even when they're not lovable. Remember, love is not a feeling. It is a verb. But it is interesting that God changes the word when talking to women on how they're told to treat their husbands. Women are called to respect their husbands. In the twisted world that we live in today, uh, of where women have to be just as disgusting as men and, and women, that, uh, it's silly that a lot of women have a problem with that because they think it's somehow condescending. No. Let me tell you why God says for women to respect their husbands. Because to a man, respect is love. See? That's why. You can't disrespect a man, ladies, and then tell him you love him. It's incongruent. What you're doing speaks so loudly that he won't hear a word you're saying. Why? Because a picture's worth a thousand words. And one thing we got to realize is we all fall short. We all fall short. That's why we need rules. Rules to live by. So that we understand how to play the game, so that we understand how to do something well, so we understand when we violate those rules, there are consequences. And one thing I learned about God a long time ago uh, is that uh, God does not remove the consequences. Like any good parent, if we don't learn from our consequences, if we don't pay the price, how will we ever get better? But I know that God does walk with us. And so we need to know the rules, and there are lots of rules out there. And today on this radio show, I'm going to share some of those rules. There are some good ones. There are some popular ones. There are some that are worth mentioning. There's a lot of rules out there that some I don't believe. Uh, rules for Radicals uh, by Saul Alinsky. Why the Democratic Party, the left, is so destructive. Just read uh, Saul Alinsky's Rules for, for Radicals, and you'll see, you know, dehumanize your opponent, uh, play the game, uh, overwhelm people with their own stuff. I mean, it's just sad. But there are other rules that I think are good, like the Golden Rule, right? What Jesus talked about, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Many other religious people copied that rule, you know. There's also something called the platinum rule, which some consider a higher way. Treat others the way they want to be treated. 
I think it was Tony Alessandra came up with this, uh, the platinum rule. And why? Because that person's not you. So it's good to have empathy to understand that if you treat someone the way you'd want to be treated, that's a good starting point because most people, uh, they don't care. I'm just going to be honest with you. They have one set of rules for themselves. All you got to do is watch the impeachment charade. One set of rules for themselves. I mean, they're impeaching Donald Trump for the same thing that they did to Donald Trump to keep him from being elected and then to destroy him once he was elected. And so today, we're going to talk about the rules of the game. I am Mr. Black. We'll be right back. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, Mr. Black. And I want to thank you for joining me. This is Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas. Uh, and I know it's family time and special time. So thank you for joining me for this hour of power. You know, what I work on doing is uh, get your noodle, noodle working, your noodle. <laughs> uh, uh, get the noodle working. You know, we our brain is the one organism, uh, the one uh, uh, entity that we possess that uh, never has to deteriorate. You know, it's that one organ. It's uh, It can keep growing. It has unlimited plasticity. Uh, and so this is what I do in this radio show. I, I work you to, to understand yourself, how you work. I want it to be inspirational, educational, and applicational. And the fact that you're spending an hour of your day, especially on Christmas Eve, uh, this tells me that uh, you're a good leader. Uh, you want to be the best of the best. You want to be the best possible version of yourself. And that's as well uh, why I do this show. And today we're talking about the rules of the game. 
you know, there are all kinds of rules out there. Some are better than others. Uh, some, I would say, are good rules. Some are silly rules. Uh, God has rules. Um, uh, governments have rules. Uh, what do you think laws are? Those are rules, right? Uh, there are rules all around us. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to share some of those rules, and I believe uh, some of the best rules uh, that we can live our life by. And I'm going to end this show uh, by giving you three specific rules that I believe if you would just adopt these rules, not only will your 2020 uh, be more significant, be more powerful, be more productive, but I promise you uh, that your life will have greater value. And we'll share those at the end. But right now, I want to share some of the different rules that are out there uh, in case you didn't know that. And, you know, we, we can always go to the basic ones, you know, the golden rule. You know, like Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, and many other religious leaders, I mean, many famous Jewish leaders uh, have shared that in a little different way. Uh, but uh, it really was Jesus uh, who said it, who came up with it. And then there's the platinum rule, right, by Tony Alessandra. And that rule is to treat others the way they want to be treated. Why? Uh, because that other person is not you. In one of my classes, uh, some corporate training, I do what's called a blind trust walk. And so I'll have people pair up in A and B. Uh, one will put on a blindfold. The other will guide them. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then afterwards, we do some, you know, we ask some questions. And the very last question I asked to the person who could see who was guiding the blind person was this. How did you know how to guide that person? And the answer that everybody goes to is, well, I guided them the way I would want to be guided. But here's the problem. That person is not you. What should have taken place was this one question by the sighted person to the blind person. How would you like me to lead you? Because just because you're visual doesn't mean they're visual. Just because you're auditory doesn't mean they're auditory. Just because you're kinesthetic doesn't mean they're kinesthetic. That's a different person. They have different needs, different desires. They have different wants. And so that's really what the platinum rule is by uh, Tony Alessandra. Treat others the way they want to be treated. The platinum rule is a widely considered to be more sensitive version of the golden rule. Simply stated, it tells us to treat others as they wish to be treated. To do so, though, we must learn to view the world as others see it, to adapt our communication style to their behavioral style, to lead others in a way that motivates them to want to follow to sell in a way that makes it comfortable for them to buy, and to embrace our differences while admiring the strengths in others. And this is from Alessandra's website. The goal of the Platinum Rule is personal chemistry and productive relationships. You do not have to change your personality. You do have to roll over and, I'm sorry, you do not have to roll over and to submit to others. But let's be honest. Uh, the world, uh, a lot of the politically correct world is, is ruled by this. This is where the political uh, correctness comes in. So afraid. So afraid to say anything. So afraid to do anything. Walking on eggshells. So afraid to use a pronoun about he or she. Matter of fact, I remember reading somewhere the, uh, the word of 2019 was they or is they. And somebody last year, some other organization made it their word of the year, they. Because some people don't want to be assigned to a gender. I mean, let's be honest, it's getting really silly out there, people, right? And so we need to know what rules we live our life by. That's why uh, there's this thing by uh, Robert Fulgham years ago. Uh, all I really need to know I learned in kindergarten, right? I mean, think about it. It's kindergarten. We start to interact with kids. We start to be social, if you will. We start to fall under the authority of someone else besides our parents, right? The teachers. Uh, and so... Uh, those are the first really set of rules uh, that are kind of universal, that are socially orientated, if you will, right? All we really need to know, we learned in kindergarten, we just forgot, if you look at the world today, we need to remember to remind, to recollect. That's what the words mean. Every time we put Mr. Potato Head back together, we remembered him. Don't you get it? To dismember someone is to remove their arms and their legs. So to remember somebody, remember I love the etymology part of this, to remember somebody is to put it back together. That's the power of learning by remembering. We have a lot of stuff we learned in the past, 
And the old saying is, we don't learn from the past, we are doomed to report it, I mean to repeat it. And so all we really need to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, we learned in kindergarten, at least most of us did. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sand pile at Sunday school. These are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Notice it didn't say don't hit people unless they're wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush the toilet after you go to the bathroom. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint some and sing and dance some and play and work some, right, every day. Take a nap every afternoon. When you go out in the world, watch out for traffic. Hold hands. Stick together. Be aware of wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup? The roots go down and the plant goes up, and nobody really knows how or why. But we're all just like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup, they all die. And so do we. And then remember the Dick and Jane books? And the first word you learned, the biggest word of all, look. Everything you need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule and love and basic sanitation, ecology and politics, equality, shared, sane living. Take any of those items and extrapolate it into sophisticated adult terms and apply it to your family life or your work life or your government or your world, and it holds true, clear, and firm. Think about what a better world it would be if all, the whole wide world, had cookies and milk about 3 o'clock every afternoon and then lay down with our blankies for nap. Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, come on, Nancy Pelosi, Grab those cookies, grab that banky. Or, if all governments had a basic policy to always put things back where they found them and to clean up their own mess, boy, what a different world this would be, right? What a different country America would be. And it is still true. No matter how old you are, when you go out into the world, it is best to hold hands and stick together. See, ladies and gentlemen, we need to know rules. And as little kids, we learn a lot of things, and then we think, oh, that's just about little kids. No, that's why we we need to get back to the simple things. Keep it simple, soldier. You know, reading, writing, and arithmetic. You know, uh, Sherry uh, Carter Scott years ago uh, wrote something great. It was in Chicken Soup for the Soul called The Ten Rules for Being Human. Uh, It's a great little book, a great uh, uh, list of 10 things. Again, um, not necessarily in agreement with everything Sherry Scott Carter Scott says or does, but I thought these were applicable, right? Remember what Helen Keller said, life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. So here are those rules to being human. Rule one, you'll receive a body. Whether you love it or hate it, it's yours for life, so accept it. What counts is what's inside Rule two, you'll be presented with lessons. Life is a constant learning experience, which every day provides opportunities for you to learn more. These lessons are specific to you, and learning them is the key to discovering and fulfilling the meaning and relevance of your own life. Rule three, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Your development toward wisdom is a process of experimentation, trial, and error. So it's inevitable things will not always go as planned or turn out the way you'd want. Compassion is the remedy for harsh judgment of ourselves and others. Forgiveness is not only divine, it's also the act of erasing an emotional debt. Behaving ethically with integrity and with humor, especially the ability to laugh at yourself and your own mishaps, are central to the perspective that mistakes are simply lessons we must learn. Rule 4. The lesson is repeated until learned. Lessons repeat until learned. What manifests as problems and challenges, irritations and frustrations, 
are mere lessons, and they will repeat until you see them as such and learn from them. Your own awareness and your ability to change are requisites of executing this rule. Also fundamental is the acceptance that you are not a victim of fate or circumstance. Casuality must be acknowledged. That is to say, things happen to you because of how you are and what you do. To blame anybody or anything else for your misfortunes is an escape and a denial. And yourself, you yourself are responsible for you. This, by the way, is from businessballs.com. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, this is Scott from the Kingdom Builders. I had the privilege of living in Central Asia for a number of years, and the word for roof is krisha in that country. And it has a meaning more than just the roof over your heads, but it has an understanding of physical protection. Who is your roof? Who is your protection? It also means someone watching out for you or over you. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we want to be providing a quality product, a quality roof for your family or for your business. But more important than that is to communicate that the Lord Jesus is our ultimate protection. He is the one that has paid the penalty for our sins so that we might know eternal life in him. So if we at the Kingdom Builders can provide for you a Cretia, a roof for your home, or share with you more about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our ultimate covering and protection, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or visit us on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost, it is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And if you're listening to this radio show live, then Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, Today is the day before. All through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, right? I love that. And so uh, as we slow down and celebrate the Christmas season, I want to thank you for spending an hour with me. And today we're talking about rules. And not only talking about the rules of the game, but we're also making rule our word of the day. Remember, a rule is a set of explicit or understood regulations or principles governing conduct within a particular area, activity, or sphere. To control uh, the control of or dominion over an area of people. 
a verb would be exercise ultimate power or authority over. And then the second use of the verb would be pronounced authoritatively and legally to be the case. That's what rules are. That's what our mission statement, our vision are. They are rules to live by. They are points that we want to be like. They are a directional compass, if you will, moving us in that direction of being the the best possible version of ourselves. And we need to have rules in life because there are rules all around us. And it's it's, it's our responsibility to know those rules. Uh, and so right now I'm just sharing with you the rules for being human. Uh, I got this from uh, uh, businessballs.com, uh, Rules of Life, uh, and we're at number five. And these are from Sherry Carter Scott, uh, The Rules for Being Human, a little mini book, that uh, booklet, if you will, that you can pick up, I'm sure, anywhere. So we're on rule number five, learning does not end. While you are alive, there are always lessons to be learned. Surrender to the rhythm of life. Don't struggle against it. Commit to the process of constant learning and change. Be humble enough to always acknowledge your own weaknesses and be flexible enough to adapt from what you may be accustomed to because rigidity rigidity, will deny you the freedom of new possibilities. Rule six, there is no better than here. The other side of the hill may be greener than your own, but being there is not the key to endless happiness. Be grateful for and enjoy what you have and where you are on your journey. Appreciate the abundance of what's good in your life rather than measure and amass things that do not actually lead to happiness. Living in the present helps you attain peace. Rule 7. Others are only mirrors of yourself. You love or hate something about another person according to what you love or hate about yourself. So be tolerant. Accept others as they are and strive for clarity of self-awareness. Strive to truly understand and have an objective perception of your own self, your thoughts and feelings. Negative experiences are opportunities to heal the wounds that you carry. Support others, and by doing so, you support yourself. Where you are unable to support others, it is a sign that you're not adequately attending to your own needs. Interesting. Rule 8. What you make of your life is up to you. You have all the tools and resources you need. What you do with them is up to you. In other words, take responsibility for yourself. Learn to let go when you cannot change things. Don't get angry about things. Bitter memories clutter your mind. Courage resides in all of us. Use it when you need to do what's right for you. We all possess a strong natural power and adventurous spirit, which you should draw on to embrace what lies ahead. Rule number nine. Your answers lie inside of you. Trust your instincts and your innermost feelings, whether you hear them as little voice or a flash of inspiration. Listen to feelings as well as sounds. Look, listen, trust, draw on your natural inspiration. Rule number 10. You will forget all of this. Right? We're all born with all these capabilities. Our early experiences lead us into a physical world away from our spiritual selves. I'm reading from this. I don't necessarily agree with everything that this is saying. So that we become doubtful, cynical, or and lacking belief and confidence. The ten rules are not commandments. They are universal truths that apply to us all. When you lose your way, call upon them. See, it's interesting. The, this was famous. Ten rules for being human. But i got to be honest with you. Uh, I was looking through this uh, list of all the rules. Oh, my gosh, on the Internet, you can find so many of them. Uh, And I want to recommend a book. I have not read this book, but I've scanned through it. Uh, And I did uh, read through someone else writing about it. It says, uh, um, One Psychologist, 12 Rules for Life. And this guy who read this, it's called from... uh, LDS Mag, so it's the LDS Magazine, um, it said, I recently came across a wonderful book by Jordan B. Pearson called 12 Rules for Life, an Antidote to Chaos. Now, Jordan is a clinical psychologist uh, and a philosopher. His wisdom is called from the Bible, uh, various philosophers, his, his studies of the Cold War and the effects of communism in Russia and China, the Holocaust, and his, psycho- his psychology practice. The result is a practical, high-reaching set of rules, which uh, are summarized here. And he does a little commentary, but I just want to share these. In the last segment, I'm going to share what I came up with as my three rules. I believe you've got to keep it simple, soldier. Uh, so I just thought this was pretty good and uh, recommend the book. I have not read it. I'm going to get the book, but just scanning through this, it sounds like a, a good book. Uh, it says, rule number one, stand up straight with your shoulders back. Now, uh, a lot of it's because of confidence, right? 
And Jordan recommends this because it demonstrates to yourself and those around you that you are ready to take on whatever comes your way. See, I learned this a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen. People treat you how you treat yourself. If you carry yourself with confidence, people will treat you differently. If you carry yourself like a bump on a log, like a little schlep rock, yeah, they're going to treat you the same. And not only that, the body releases 63, oh my gosh, 63 known chemicals. It's right here. I've, I've said that for years. I cannot find where I got it from. It says it right here. The body releases 63 known chemicals. You know what releases those chemicals? What you're thinking about, your breathing, and your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your said physiology. So stand up, stand tall, breathe deep. Promise you, uh, it'll make a huge difference. Rule number two, treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. You know, that's so interesting. You know, we can always give advice to other people, but we should listen to it ourselves. You know, I send out a daily text every single day. I've been doing it for eight years, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, cut, paste, send. I send them to hundreds of people. You can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And if you go to the very bottom of that, uh, there's a place that uh, you can hit a little, click a little button that says follow. And then you can type in your email address. And every day when I post it, uh, on the website, it will automatically be emailed to you. But I do personally send it via text uh, to people all over the world, probably about 15 different countries, uh, probably three to 400 people. So, uh, and one thing I learned a while back was I get these great thoughts in my head from the Holy Spirit, uh, and then I type them up and send them out to people. People go, wow, that's so incredible. And God reminds me on a regular basis, hey, Black, those words are for you first and foremost. And so I got to remind myself to put them on for me before I pass them on to other people. I've got to use them for me. They should be secondhand. They should first come to me and then go to other people. Rule number three, make friends with people who want the best for you. You know, I learned this a long time ago. You'll never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. So put yourself around good people because uh, people lower than you, I have seen a lot of people that they hang around people that have... different values, lower values that live a different way, and they think they can pull them up to a higher level. Uh, I hate to tell you, gravity pulls. What usually happens is you get pulled down. It's just sad reality. Rule number four, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. I think you should compare yourself to the George Bernard Shaw you could have been. But this is a great point. Quit comparing yourself to other people. There's nobody else out there like you. No one has your DNA, no one has your fingerprint, no one has your trauma, your drama. No one has any of that other stuff that makes you, you. So if you're going to compare yourself to anybody, compare yourself to George Bernard Shaw. You could have been. You know what I'm talking about, right? George Bernard Shaw, the famous writer, near the end of his life was with a group of reporters. And one of the reporters asked them, hey, George, if you could live your life all over again and be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? He thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could be anybody I wanted to be and live my life all over again, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. Talking about living to his full potential without the fears, without the doubts, without the, uh, the record of wrong, without the pound of flesh, right? Rule number five, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. That is such a great thing. Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Man, the old Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. Why? Because when we don't teach our kids consequences. See, a lot of us parents, we want to help our kids not make the same mistakes we made, right? You got my point. Rule number six, uh, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Well, if that's the case, you can't criticize anybody. Uh, number seven, where are we? Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. We talk about this all the time, that there are three places to live. You can uh, survive, just get your nut, squirrel, or you can have success, which again, about getting a whole bunch of nuts and putting them in a storage house, or you can live a life of significance. And significance always requires other people. Rule number eight, tell the truth, or at least don't lie. It's pretty basic. And again, no one responds to the truth. No one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. Uh, But Lord, Lord, help me, uh, because just even a partial lie is a full lie. A partial truth uh, is not the truth. Rule number nine, assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't. Absolutely. What if? And not only that, you know, just listen. 
It shows people respect. One of the greatest ways we disrespect people is we do not listen to them. Rule number 10, be precise in your speech. That's why I teach the power of words, right? We need to know how words work. That's why we wrote the book, The Wow Factor, you know, Word of the Week. And it's out now, so you should pick it up. So, rule number 11, do not bother children when they're skateboarding. (laughs) That's funny because it won't be good. And rule number 12, pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. That's funny. I'm a cat person. Anybody knows me. I love dogs. I love all animals. But uh, I got uh, a couple cats. I love my felines. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about rules of the game. It is our responsibility, leaders, to know the rules and to play within those rules. And so after the break, I'm going to go what I've come up with three simple rules. That if you would adopt these three rules to live your life by these three rules, not only will your life be more significant, it will be more successful. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction, and we will be right back. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. It's Christmas Eve. You don't have the time to fight mall crowds or shop at a store where you may not get the attention you need. With one trip to Wicks and Jewelers, you'll see more exceptional pieces of jewelry than anywhere in the Twin Cities. And they're open today until 3 p.m. Wixen's highly trained staff will really take care of you and help you choose the perfect gift, even if you're not sure what that is. When she opens the box from Wicks and Jewelers, she'll think you shop for weeks. Visit Wicks and Jewelers in Bloomington. Open today until 3 p.m. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities own Online Trading Academy. Investing for success and the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Merry Christmas Eve. Excited about tomorrow, the the birth of our Savior. I should say the reincarnate, uh, or the incarnation, if you will, of the Christ child. And so I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Hopefully you're spending it with family. Hopefully you get everything uh, that you desire for your Christmas season. Today we're talking about the rules of the game and our word of the day is rule because we need to know what rules our life. 
Uh, God's supposed to be on our throne if we're a follower of uh, the God of the Bible. Uh, and uh, whoever's on our throne rules us. Whatever you fear or desire or most want of or think about most often, that is what rules you. Whether that be God or alcohol or drugs or promiscuity or a spouse or a family, that is what rules us. And so today I've shared a lot of different rules. We've shared the platinum rule, the golden rule. So if you miss any of this radio show, you should go back and listen to it again. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and many other archive messages. We cover the golden rule. We cover the platinum rule. Uh, we covered uh, Sherry Carter Scott's Rules to Being Human. Uh, Robert Fulgram's Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Uh, shared the poem Rules and Regulations by Lewis Carroll. Uh, I did a quick synopsis of uh, a, a psychologist's 12 Rules for Life, uh, an antidote to crisis, great book I highly recommend. And so now what I want to do is share my three rules I'd like to give you. Three rules that if you were to let these govern your life, if you would let these govern your, your habits, your, your activities, uh, it would make a huge, huge impact, not just in your life, but in the life of those around you. And so we are natural born procrastinators, whether you realize it or not, uh, we are naturally born to procrastinate. We put things off. And the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. Uh, if you don't know your marriage is broken, then you don't need to work on it. Uh, if you don't know that coach is doing some things inappropriate to your child, then I guess you don't need to be at practice when you're supposed to be, and you don't need to take a look at your lifestyle choices. So we procrastinate, and the number one way we do it is we let confusion. We, we use the excuse of confusion. I don't know. And uh, Dr. William Marston, who by some is considered the father of adult learning, wrote a book in 1928 called The Emotions of Normal People. Uh, and re really, the book elaborated on the DISC theory, you know, uh, uh, D-I-S-C, the most common of all psychometrics. But he basically split into two axes, and a lot of people don't miss this with Marston's work, uh, uh, either passive or active. And then the other axis is uh, your environment. You see your environment as favorable or antagonistic. And based on these two quadrants, you can split up into four personality styles called the DISC. D is dominant. I is interactive, uh, S is more social, uh, more sentimental, and C is more calculated, like a, a CPA or an airline pilot. Uh, again, I don't want to go into great details. but So what I want you to know is he taught us in that book that adults learn best in chunks of information. At the time, he said 7 plus or minus 2. That's what he said. A chunk of information could be the alphabet or it could be nuclear biology. That's how our mind works. We chunk things. And in my background in neuro-linguistic programming, uh, it really is about the size of the chunk. And sometimes you want to go more vague and greater, and you would use what's called the Milton model. And sometimes you want to go uh, smaller and down lower, and that would be called the meta model. And so you need to understand this, that uh, we need to keep it simple, soldier. I think all great leaders are great kissers. It's an acronym. Keep it simple, soldier. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, Scott. K-I-S-S. Keep it short and simple. K-I-S-S. What does my dad used to say? He said, uh, oh, uh, keep it simple, fecal cranium. K-I-S-S. Figure it out. You'll laugh later, I promise you. <laughs> so let's keep it simple, soldier. I don't want to give you 10 or 12 or even 8 or 7, all right? Because you won't remember them anyways. But I can give you three, and you should be able to hold on to those three. So the first rule to live your life like it truly matters with significance is this. See a need, meet a need. See a need, meet a need. People always want to know, how can I make a difference? How can I make an impact? Some people save up money and go on mission trips halfway around the world. I always tell people, you don't need to go halfway around the world. Go across the street. Go to the grocery store. Amazed. I've been on many mission trips. How many people go on these mission trips and, boy, they share the love of Christ and God and do all this, and then they come back home and, and the, their neighbor doesn't know their own beliefs. The person they work with doesn't know what they believe or what they value. But they'll go halfway around the world to where nobody knows them, and now they'll share their beliefs. That's just silly. And this is more important about, man, we live in a needy world. So many homeless, so many downtrodden, so many people without, so many bitter, hurting things. Part of this radio show 
is because I see a need. There's a mental health crisis out there. Rage and anger. 60 million Americans struggle with depression. Fatherless homes. Men don't know if they're supposed to be macho or mellow. So are these marshmallow men because the world attacks men. And if you're a white man, uh, every problem in the world is your fault. And boy, when men stop leading, boy, we, we, we crumble as society. When men stop leading, families fall apart. And so you got to hear this, men. You got to hear this, women. You don't need to figure all this stuff out. Here's the simple thing. See a need, meet a need. Uh, my, uh, I follow Christ. That's what Jesus, that, that was his example. He never pushed people who had a need aside and went on somebody else. He dealt with the needs that were right in front of him. What a great example. That's why Christ says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. What he's saying is, listen, whatever I do, you do. Watch me. And as a leader, we should all be Christ-like. We should say, watch me. Just when you have someone in front of you that has a need, meet it. Meet it. I don't know how else to say it. See a need, meet a need. Don't make it complicated. Keep it simple. Man, if you just do that on a daily basis, whenever I go on my road trips where I drive for 24 hours at a time, I always pray, God, let me be more like you on this trip. God, let me know you better on this trip. And God, let me be you to somebody on this trip. Put someone in front of me that has a need that I can meet that need. The second rule, if you want to truly live your life like it matters, truly live a life of significance and truly make an impact is one of the seven habits of highly effective people. Seek first to understand, and then be understood. See, what's lacking in today's world is not more rules, is not more laws, is not a different party in the White House. It's not it at all. What's lacking is understanding. That's why I love this one of the seven habits of highly effective people. We're so wrapped up in everybody understanding us and everybody understanding why we spit on that person or or why we hit that person or why we chose to keep our money and not give it away or why envelopes, the, the Dave Ramsey thing with all these envelopes are so more important than the brother or sister sitting in front of you that can't pay their house payment. Well, I'd love to help you, but my envelopes don't have enough for you. But they're living in a half a million dollar home driving a Lexus and Mercedes uh, and going out uh, to three vacations a year, but can't help somebody uh, who's a little short on money here or can't help somebody. Boy, what you did for the least of my kingdom, you did for me. But God also says what you didn't do for others, you didn't do for me. Remember, there are two types of sins. There are sins of commissions, uh, commission, things we do, and there are sins of omissions, things that we should have done. That we didn't do. Remember, it is appointed for man to live uh, to die one time and then be judged. We'll all stand before God. All roads do lead to God. Will you stand before God as 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 judge, or would you? Will you stand before Him as the rewarder of your gifts, either the bema seat of Christ or the white throne judgment of God the Father? Seek first to understand and then be understood. Which kind of ties into the third one as well, and the third rule. To live your life like it matters, to live a significant life, is spend half your time outside of your perspective. Spend half your time outside of first position. Remember, there are only three ways to see any position. They're called perceptual positions in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. First position is self. It's my way or the highway. Second position is other. That's where you are able to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins, to step in their shoes, to have some empathy. And third position is overview. What does it look like to others watching? If you were to replay this interaction that you had with someone and watch it on a DVD player, what would it look like to other people watching? Most people are stuck in first position. They live there. They don't know what else to do. So you need to get out, spend at least half your time in second position, which is to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. To understand what it's like to be treated poorly. To understand what it's like to have the world hate you. To understand what it's like to not have enough. And then the third position is on a regular basis to take a step back. Get outside of your own ego and take a look at what other people might be noticing. So the three rules to live your life by. See a need, meet that need. Seek first to understand, then be understood. And then spend half your time outside of first position. 
I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Merry Christmas. Impact Mortgage Group, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, NMLS ID 128231, Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Some limitations apply. Happy holidays from your friends at Cash Call Mortgage. To help homeowners save money during the holidays, we're waiving all our fees to any borrower who locks a rate with us before the new year. That's right, a true no-closing-cost mortgage loan. And if a no-closing-cost loan isn't enough, how about the interest rates under 2.99%? If you have a mortgage interest rate of 2.99% or greater, we may be able to lower your monthly mortgage payment and save you cash. This holiday, enjoy no-closing-cost loans at Cash Call Mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify for this special holiday savings offer, just visit CashCallMortgage.com or call us today at 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Ringing Liberty.